Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And today we are talking with an innovative company that is trying to change the way that universities and educational institutions communicate with their students and vice versa. And this company is called Dublabs. So Dublabs provides mobile applications on iOS, Android, and Windows 8, uh, to provide students and faculty access to course registration, exam schedule, course schedules, course map view, announcements, so on and so forth. So all sorts of different, uh, provide access to all sorts of different things that students need on a routine basis while they're enrolled, especially at universities. So I think this is super cool. This is definitely a problem that needed to be solved, and they've come on the scene and they've solved it. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Chris Hopkinson, Chief Strategy Officer of Dublabs to the show. Chris, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Like you said earlier, yes, it's a bit early in LA, but that's when I like to do all my uh, all my good thinking and good work. So thank you for for joining me this early as well. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the beginnings of Dublabs. Why? What was the problem that you guys were seeing that you guys set out to fix? Yeah. So initially, it was it was providing mobile apps for colleges. So this was you know five or six years ago. You know, mobile apps were were starting to become extremely popular, particularly around and for college students. And so um, schools are really coming to us and saying, "Hey, look, we want to have a a school branded mobile app that allows students to do all the day to day activities that they would normally do from our portal." So check grades, assignments, holds, campus life events, news, maps, dining, whatever it might be. Um, and we want those apps to be integrated to, you know, the various student information and learning management systems that, that the school provides the students. So that's how we initially got started. I, I will say over the last probably year or so, um, not that we've pivoted, but we've definitely seen and are really kind of educating schools on what the greater need is. And that's really around student communications um, with the same goal that we're trying to reach students where they spend all their time now, which is on mobile. And so we're, we're trying to help schools kind of refocus and say, Hey, look, the goal here is not to, you know, put everything you have on your website and in your portal on a mobile app because no other industry um, um, takes on mobile the same way. They don't, you know, if you look at your banking app or Uber or, you know, airline apps or whatever it might be, they don't focus on let's make everything available in the mobile app. They focus on the key things that the consumer is going to want to do. And one of the things that we realize in talking to schools and talking to students more recently is that the biggest problem they have on campus is actually student communication. And the primary reason for that is today's students in particular, don't read email. And one of the reasons is because they've grown up, literally this new generation, on mobile apps uh, that help them communicate, whether it's you know Facebook Messenger or Snapchat or WhatsApp. And so they're kind of coming on campus with this idea that in, in some cases, 
they don't use email, they don't check email, and I don't think that's going to change. I think we're seeing, you know, the next generation is going to be even, even kind of follow that path even more so. And so we're really trying to help schools focus on communicating with students, push notifications, chat, chatbot, um, and some other tools through the campus app. Now, I notice even in older generations, I mean, I think that's a that's a trend that's happening with everybody. People are reading email less and relying more on mobile apps or even social media apps. And I know that you have some statistics on your website about percentages of emails read. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, what we've seen, you know, it's less than half of the emails sent to students are read. In fact, when we actually, and that's just kind of a general number, uh, but when we talk to some of our schools specifically, the numbers are, are much lower. You know, we've had schools tell us that, you know, not only are, are the emails going unread, you know, more than 50%, they've got instances where the students haven't even, you know, particularly new students, haven't created an account or haven't checked the account in over a month. So, you know, I think when we talk to schools more directly, the 50% number is usually kind of a low estimate. And it's, you know, kind of like you said, the everybody's kind of changing the way that, that they communicate. In some cases, it's because, you know, again, this this is the first generation that's really grown up on, on mobile apps, specifically mobile apps that are used for messaging and communication. Um, and then I think in the case of maybe some of us who are a little bit older, it's just we're overwhelmed by, by the number of emails. Um, it's never been... You know, we've never seen this many emails being sent out. I know I had a school that I talked to recently that they they had just done an audit on, you know, the number of emails they were sending the students. And one of the challenges that, that schools have is email is the primary communication channel for every single campus department. And a lot of those are, are kind of siloed, meaning, you know, they all have their own strategy around communication. And this school found that on average, there's students receiving 30 emails per day. Um, so, you know, if you're getting 30 emails per day from your school, plus everything else that you're getting via email, you're bound to feel overwhelmed. And I think from a student standpoint, it just becomes really difficult for them to organize and really sort through the ones that, that actually need action or need a response. And I think what happens is a student maybe opens up their email and is like, I have 150. I have no time or patience to go through all this. I'm just going to ignore everything. Yeah, that makes sense. And so let's talk about Dub Labs and your interface. How do you help students sort through the information and or provide it in a way that it is digestible? Yeah. So you know, again, what well, and and we were part of this sort of problem too. The the way that campus apps, for the most part, any school's app. Um, that you download or take a look at is all of them are very, very much built like the portal, which is not a good user experience. And so, you know, this idea, again, getting back to the strategy that, that most schools take is let's take everything from our portal and everything from our website and dump it into a mobile app. And so when you look at a campus app today, that's generally what you see is just a bunch of static icons. You know, I've seen schools with apps that have 50 plus features on them which again, you don't see any other industry take that approach. Um, and again, it becomes just like email, it just becomes overwhelming for the student. They open up the campus app, the app does nothing once they open it, it just sits there. It's not very personalized. Um, and then the student has to click through a bunch of static icons to find anything, which again is just 
really replicating a bad portal experience and, and putting it on mobile, which is not going to change student behavior. So what we've refocused on is, you know, what are students' expectations in a mobile app? And generally speaking, with things like Facebook or even LinkedIn um, or other apps as well, they've taken this feed-based approach, which is you open up the Facebook app or the LinkedIn app, and you are immediately taken to this stream of updates. Hey, here's what your friends are posting. Here's what your contacts are posting. Um, and you can get to other things, but these are the things that, that we believe are most important to you. And we've kind of taken that approach in higher education, which is, when you open up the student, when the student opens up the campus app, they're not going to see a bunch of static icons. They're going to see basically a stream of notifications, alerts, and announcements that are all personalized to them coming from various systems. So if they have a new grade, if they have a hold on their account, if they have an advisor alert, if they have a, you know, a, a new course assignment, someone's responded to a course discussion, they initiated a chat with one of the campus departments and the department responded they're going to see all those in this feed view that they can scroll up and down and, and delete and snooze and all this um, other activity. So it's very much focused on a personalized um, interactive approach where the student can see this is what's going on that's most important to you right now. And how do you determine the what is most relevant? For example, do you have an algorithm or, or something that searches and prioritizes information per each student? So right now, it's, it's really based on timing. So the most up-to-date alert is going to be at the top. Um, but because we have these integrations to the campus SIS and learning management system, um, it's also very personalized, meaning you know this student has an outstanding bill. They're going to get a notification that says, you have an outstanding bill, and maybe it's due tomorrow. Or you have a hold on your account, which, you know, that's one of the. That's a great example of one of the communication challenges because a hold seems like a really simple thing to resolve, but what ends up happening is, student is emailed that they have a hold on their account. Well, they're not checking email, and then they go to register for classes or they go to register for graduation, and they find out they can't because they have a hold on their account. Now that's this huge problem, and the, even for the student to get it resolved, they have to go through all these hoops and get on the portal and you know click through a bunch of icons just to get a, a hold resolved. And the primary problem with all that was that the student didn't read email. And we actually see it with a ton of schools now. So schools will kind of come to us and say, okay, you know, we want a mobile app. And the reason we want it is students are all on mobile. And you know, the reason we want to reach students on mobile is we want to improve retention and student success and student engagement. And, and they also go out and purchase retention systems and CRM systems and everything else. And all those systems are relying on email to communicate. So you're trying to engage a student that's disengaged. Um, you're trying to reach a student that might be at risk because maybe they've missed too many classes or their grade has dropped below a pass level. And in, in trying to reach all these students, you're sending them an email, which we know is not a channel they're using. So it get back. It gets. It all gets back to the kind of primary problem, which is, you know, we think the root cause or one of the root causes of, you know, the engagement issues that schools are having, the retention issues that schools are having, is just the fact that they can't reach the students. So now that you've implemented your system in a number of schools, what have you noticed? What changes have you noticed in terms of student behavior or retention or things like that? Yeah, so there's been a couple things. So ironically, one of the things that's changed is, is the email open rate. Um, so 
um, a lot of our schools will have us put email in the app. Um, and, and we've added the capabilities for students to actually filter out the campus emails through the campus app. So they can basically say, hey, in the campus app only, I just want to see emails from these four professors, my advisor in the financial aid office. So they can kind of determine these are the emails that are most important to me and I want to see those in the app. So we've actually seen an increase in email uh, emails read and emails opened, which is useful. Um, we've seen and heard from our schools with, with some of the capabilities like chat that the students are more succinct in their questions that they're asking, meaning if a student has a question, they email it to a campus department. You know, we heard some schools saying generally the, the student kind of acts like they just sort of unload on email, right? They just type in everything. Um, and it's very hard for the school to determine what the actual question was. And because students are so used to things like Twitter and chat and text being really succinct, they're sort of taking that same approach with chat within the campus app where it's just very direct. Here's my question. Um, and we've actually heard from schools as well because of the push notifications and the alerts the students are getting that they're actually more informed. So even when they come to campus departments or professors or advisors or whatever it might be, with a question that they've noticed the students are actually uh, more aware, more informed of what's going on. And so their questions tend to be a little bit better. Um, That's awesome. And that's something that I feel like would be, I mean, gosh, that, that, that could be great and useful for obviously all undergraduate students. I can just imagine the amount of information and it's sort of like a shock when you go to law school is something that I'm familiar with. And I know when you get there, there, there is so much information overload. I can imagine that could be a really helpful tool, especially in these graduate programs. So that, that's great. Now, I know there's so many factors that goes into grades and performance uh, in, in, with academics, uh, but have you noticed any uptick or any change that you can correlate with with your software with your app in terms of performance in school? Yeah, you know that would be a good, that's a great question. Um, we haven't done the data analysis to really determine that, and in order to do that, we'd have to look at a, a lot of data, not just the mobile app data or email data. We'd have to look at you know like the students' history on grades. So we'd have to actually work with the school on. You know, if our app just launched, as an example, in the fall semester, well, then we need to work with the school on analyzing data from a semester where, where there was not a mobile app or, or our platform was not there. So it requires a little bit more work from our end and a little bit more work from the school's end to really dig into particularly some of the LMS data and, and student history on, on grades. For sure, and I mean, I can, I, I figured that would be such a, that that's that would be such a difficult question to answer. So, I mean, I was just kind of throwing that out there, but that that makes total sense. So, let's say a school is listening and they're interested. Like, what's the process for integrating your app with a school? How how long does it take, and what do they have to do? Yeah, there's not much for the school to do. I mean, the um, it takes about three months to get an app launched, and and the primary time is spent on the integrations, which, which our team does. So the integrations into the various student information systems, learning management systems, um, we're starting to tie into retention systems, CRM systems. So there's a little bit of integration work for our team to do from a school's perspective. It's really just kind of, you know, providing and, and uploading. We have an app management portal where they can control the features and branding and, and content of the app. So, 
you know, uploading icons and images and branding and colors and everything else so that they can customize the look and the feel. Um, and we're on the back end kind of doing the integration work. We're, we're kind of like, you know, the Intel inside, so to speak. So we're behind the scenes doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the integration side. And the school is kind of up front, um, you know, doing the branding and the customizations and make sure the app kind of matches the look and feel of, of the university. Great. And how many, how many schools or where, where are you guys integrated uh, thus far? Uh, a little over 150. Um, so everything, two-year, four-year, public, private. We have a couple like, online-only universities. Um, you know, large, our largest customers, 108,000 students. Our smallest is, I think, under 800 students. So, you know, the need is not dependent on the type of institution. The need is really dependent on, on the student, and they're all pretty much the same as far as um, wanting to communicate and have a better mobile experience. That's great. Well, congratulations to you guys. And like I just mentioned last week, my last guest, I really do. I love the private sector revolution in the education industry that's happening. Everybody is trying to look at little problems here and there all over the place and trying to solve them and and improve the system. And I think that it's a system that needs so much so much transformation and it's happening and and i love it so thank you so much for coming on if people want to learn more about dub labs or if schools want to learn more where do they go so dublabs.com d-u-b-l-a-b-s.com all right awesome chris thank you so much for joining and guys if you didn't get that url well it's a podcast so you can go ahead and rewind but if you don't want to rewind you can go to our website at scalarlearning.com in the podcast section click the episode and all the information will be in the write-up there thank you guys so much for joining and of course make sure to check back every week for new podcast episodes and if you haven't done so yet make sure to check out our youtube channel we have weekly live streams on sat khan academy math we also just dropped a new music video on exponents and so definitely check that out as well thank you guys so much for joining see you all next time take it easy Skinner, learning. Give me that